0: you <laughs> Hey all, this is Tony and Kyle, and we are Millennial Perspectives, a podcast that focuses on both sides of every issue from the new generation's perspective. A little about myself, if you don't know me already, my name is Tony Tedisco. Um I am majoring in uh, business marketing over at Waubonsee Community College. I plan to be a real estate agent, just like my parents before me. Um, I am also a Spider-Man fanatic, if you don't know that about me, love it, saw the movie, it was great, and I also play guitar like it's none of my business, and I just <laughs> love it, and that's just a little bit about me, Carl,
1: You are a rocking good uh, player on the guitar. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so for those of you who do not know me, my name is Kyle Kekka, left three minutes down the road from this man. <laughs> um, currently, I attend Illinois State University, go Redbirds. I'm going to be a sophomore this upcoming fall. Right now, I am majoring in marketing, but I'm going to switch to finance when I get back because I like learning about money. Money makes the world go around. Yeah. Uh, I love all things related to baseball, preferably the Chicago Cubs. I'm a huge, huge Cubs fan, just like all my family before me. Uh, I love hip hop music. I love hanging out with my family and friends. And I just like having a good time, you know, because it's the summertime and stuff like that. Um, and me and Tony, we just love debating on issues. You know? Well, you
0: know that's true. But let's get moving on to our first segment called This Week's Issue. You want to tell them what it is,
1: Kyle? Yeah, so for this podcast, This Week's Issue is going to be our, our main thing. You know, Tony and I, we're, we are going to look up what's been making the rounds in the recent news cycle. Uh, we choose a topic to talk about. We research it in depth for our viewers. And we are going to give our opinions on the topic from very different points of view. I don't know if you want to expand on that. Yeah,
0: so um, basically me and Kyle, whereas I lean more conservative, Kyle tends to lean more liberal on these current issues, but we're still very good friends, and... We know we never fight about this, and I came up to him one day. I'm like, hey, you know, we should do this podcast, and here we are. So our first topic of today is the new SB4 law that is being passed in Texas right now. It is going into effect on September 1st. Kyle, do you want to tell them what it is?
1: Yes. So this SB4 law that is going to be implemented on September 1st in Texas, it's basically it's, – it's being called the Sanctuary Cities Ban. And what it basically is, it is going to allow. Wait, hold on. My computer is just freezing up right now. It is going to basically allow police to question the immigration status of anyone being detained and not just arrested, and threatens to jail elected officials who limit cooperation with federal immigration agents. Yeah,
0: so basically, on my point of view, I'll start off. I think I like the law, as you would Mm -hmm. think of it. Um, I know you do. I, but I looked at both sides. I was, you know, there was a lot of things like people thought they would bring up racial profiling, which I don't believe is true. Um, The law. You know, because Texas right now is, there are certain cities that are considered sanctuary cities. They're also calling it the show me your papers law, the people Mm -hmm. who are not in favor of this law. And, you know, I don't think I have a Personal problem with it because you got to think if you're being stopped by police for a crime, like they can't just come up to you. Like, if I'm sitting here and going up to you and be like, hey, show me your papers, no, they can't do that. So, if you're getting pulled over, like for a ticket or whatever, like show me your driver's license, registration, and also show me proof of immigration, I have no problem with that because you're being detained because you've broken the law in some sort of way or other. So, that's just my personal quick opinion on it. And I'm kind of curious of what you have to say.
1: Yeah, you know. I, I did come across that line of reasoning in my research as well. But you know my thing, and, and first, for those of you who actually don't know what a sanctuary city is, a sanctuary city is basically a city that limits its cooperation with the federal government to enforce immigration law. Um, because there is a, a federal system in which there are actual officers that are employed by the federal government that have the authority to deport illegal aliens from our country. Now, the supporters... Of of this law's repeal, argue that the leaders of these sort of cities want to reduce the fear of deportation, to promote willingness to report crimes, enroll children in rural children's school, and you know use health and social services. My you know, my thing about this law, the 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 main reason why I don't really like it that much is because I think illegal immigrants get a really bad reputation. Oh my God! But you okay? What? No, like, <laughs> but you
0: gotta think. But okay, here's the thing. You know, and it can ahead. also
1: violate the constitution, which but I'll get But hold to. on,
0: okay. I knew you were gonna bring it. up. I have it in my notes that you really. Bring oh, up. well, I have it in my notes too. That you were gonna bring it up. So speaking of that, you just said that it goes against the constitution, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Whereas the constitution protects Americans, we the people of—that means like and all that—and that's the Declaration of Independence. I know that, but we are the people of America. They don't protect people of illegal immigrants. And before you—that's
1: not true. No, but. Yeah, it is. There but are even several, still... There are several legal... If I can just make this point. Fine. There are several legal scholars that I did research that have said that the Constitution, even though the Constitution in full does not extend fully to these illegal aliens, the Constitution does extend to them somewhat. It might not have every single you know, okay. line from the Constitution that will be granted to them, but it does grant them some extent. Okay, so...
0: But also, we are a nation of laws. Okay. So... I believe, and this is not me being trying to offend anyone who is listening in, I believe my grandfather was an uh, an immigrant. He waited Mm -hmm. 10 years, Mm -hmm. 10 years to come here. Um, I think that you should come into this uh, country legally, and you say they get a bad rap. Well, it's because they're basically mooching off the American people. Um, So that's why I don't have a problem with this law, because the law is very simple. It's very straightforward of what the law is, and I do agree that people who... Uh, or the police who are not following, you know, like enforcing it should be punished because, you know, that's the law. Mm -hmm. And I don't have a problem with this. It's because we have so many illegal immigrants. We have so many. It's a problem because it's going against our nation. And I don't like it. I don't like that Texas and some other states have become like sanctuary cities, like homes for these illegal immigrants. And I just don't agree with it. So when you say they have a bad rap, it's they have a bad rap because they're
1: breaking our laws. See, but I didn't go into depth as to what their bad reputation status was, though. So right now, there, you know, the best estimates are there are about eleven million to eleven point three million yeah. illegal mm. aliens. Give in or the, take in the, yeah. in the country, yeah, you know, maybe give or take a few thousand. <laughs> All right. But, and I, you know, I was doing some research, and out of the eleven million illegal immigrants that are in this country right now, you know, not not here legally, which I'll get into later, eight hundred twenty thousand of them have committed a crime, and even less than that, about three hundred twenty thousand have actually been convicted of a serious crime, I a know, felony. Now, the eight hundred twenty thousand of the eleven million that have committed crimes in the last year or so or around there. That's 7.5% approximately of, of the total all illegals. of all illegal immigrants. Now, that's not a very big number at all. No, it's I not. Mean,
0: I'm not I can't disagree.
1: And, you know, when you say when you say that these illegal aliens are mooching off the American system, I don't they I are. wouldn't consider it mooching. My thing is that you know, you have to think about what the what the illegal immigrants are, are here for. You know, they're they're here to have the you know, majority you're speaking the, of. The correct. majority. They are they are here to make better lives for them and their families. Right. That they might not get in other countries. Which actually a lot of the illegal immigrants that are staying in America right now are not even from Mexico. A lot of them are from South American countries. A lot of them are, are even from China and other Asian countries. Most are from Mexico, though. No, no, most yeah. actually are not from Mexico. Mm,
0: I disagree. I'll have to Disagree with that. the facts? I don't know if it's a fact. I'll have to look that up. But it's, anyway... It's, it's it's not an overwhelming majority like a lot of people okay. think it is. Okay. But even still, it doesn't matter where you come from. I don't. I don't like it. So let me give you. The, the, we've discussed this a little bit before, yeah. but you, I get the fact that you want, like these legals want to have a better life. And you told me what? Seven point five percent have created a crime within the U.S. since they crossed the border, right? Yes, of, of okay. the eleven million, in, right?
1: So, some somewhere in their span of, of, of staying in the country.
0: So they, like, seven point five percent have uh, have committed crimes. I'm stumbling over my words. Yeah, but that's not true. Really. Every single one has committed a crime. Because they're going across the border legally, so that automatically makes you a criminal. But do you know how hiding it is it. but no, I'm not saying I'm not saying hold on, hold okay. on. Right. I'm not saying it's not hard. And I'm not saying that these people aren't looking for a better life. I don't care. I don't care if a million more immigrants wants to come legally. That's the problem. That's the problem that conservatives get a bad rap that we hate illegals or, like, specifically that we hate Mexicans or anything like that. I have a problem with all illegal immigrants, no matter where you come from. That's the problem. If you just did it legally, everything would be okay. That's the thing. And I know you're saying, well, you know, people don't want to wait the time. I do think that the door should be easier to get in. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's really hard to get in and, this country. And if, if the door was... You bigger, know, bigger, then we wouldn't really be having this discussion. Right, but also, we're kind of overpopulating. Like, I know there's certain areas of the world where, like, you, you can't become a citizen because they want to keep their population. Now, we're, I know we're, like, you know, a nation of, like, we're a melting pot, right? Mm-hmm. But you have to do it legally. That's, like, you can't just do that. I don't agree with that. And the liberals are, like, I get the point if you want to make a better life. Yeah, do it. I encourage everyone who wants to get a better life, everyone who's in poverty, everyone in Mexico who's not having a good time, I encourage you to come to America. But do it legally. Because, you know, for the legal immigrants who've come here, they're like, What the hell is this? You know, I, spe- I mean, my grandfather didn't like it, waited ten years. He did it the right way. He did it the right way. And that's what real being Ameri- being American is about is doing the right thing, you know, following the laws, you know, stuff like that. So that's the one part I disagree with. So this is helping them get back. Be like, hey, you could come
1: back. But technically they're all criminals. See, I would like I would like to agree with the fact that um, you know, you have to do it the right way. And you know, that's a thing that, that liberals get a bad reputation for, too, is that, you know, we support in any way the actual thing that is illegal immigration, you, you know, do. people coming into our country illegally. Illegal... I mean, yes, they are breaking the law. They are. So they're te- but, technically they're criminals in our, by our law system, correct? But right? you also have to consider the fact of the positives that these illegal immigrants bring to our country. Economically speaking, for example, okay. a lot of these illegal immigrants... That are here that are trying to make better lives for, for them and their families they add so much to our GDP every single year and in, in fact you know I'm actually gonna grow off to, I'm, I'm gonna go off track for a second okay so I mean I'm, I'm just gonna break the ice you are a Donald Trump fan Right. Donald Trump fan. I'm a fan of our president. I am a
0: conservative. I'm a Donald Trump fan. I am not a fan of everything he says. Okay, he has said some stupid things. I do not blindly follow Donald Trump. Okay, I do my own research, but I lean conservative. Yes, and I would say I support Donald Trump in his act of being our president. yes. Okay.
1: so you know how he said, you know, all all this rhetoric of, you know, him deporting. Every single illegal immigrant in the country, which is, is you know, it's, about it's, $11 million.
0: You, you won't be able to. It's not You would crumble the economy if you were to do that oh. all at once. If they were to all just disappear and go to Mexico all at once, that would crumble. Well, he he knows that, it.
1: That, that's basically what he wants to do over a period of time. He wants to court all these illegal immigrants. If, if you were to do that, and I was researching this very in-depth just just several days ago. If you were to do that, you would shave off enough of the national GDP, trillions of dollars that it would be comparable to the amount of job losses that we suffered in the Great Recession. And a lot of the of the illegal immigrants that are here, when, when people like. okay, so when people try to make the argument that illegal immigrants are stealing American jobs, and that they what? are, and that they're stealing livelihoods. Well, because they're not, you know, they're not getting. They don't
0: pay taxes and stuff like that, right? So they can pay taxes. They can, but most of the time they're getting paid under the counter. So basically, we, when they get paid all this stuff, so they're getting paid. If they're getting paid ten dollars an hour, you know, and they work whatever ten hours, you know, they are going to be getting paid that without any cut taxes. So we, as taxpayers or taxpayers, huh? Taxpayers are
1: supporting them. You have, so, you have to consider the fact that they are doing the jobs that that legal Americans will not work. Well, no, that's because we... They work landscaping. They work typing. Be, they work things
0: like that. Do you want to know why that is, though? Okay. Like, because it's it's our society's fault. Because we have bred up that everyone needs to be a doctor. Everyone needs to be a businessman. Everyone needs to be an entrepreneur. And we, you know, we make people who do the farm work, we do we make them seem like they're lower than us, which they're not. They were a big part. So that's the problem with us. It's not them having to do it. We should encourage, like, hey, if you want to do that, do that. We shouldn't make them less than a doctor. A doctor just does something different. You know what I mean? We have yeah, but just but,
1: because that's our fault doesn't mean that that's their fault.
0: No, I'm not saying that's their fault, but them coming into the country legally, and they're basically mooching because they're not paying any taxes because they, they can, can pay taxes. Not all of them, and you know a majority of them don't. So but my question to you is, when it comes to an illegal immigrant, do you um, support them jumping the border illegally?
1: I think that there should be a more comprehensive in, in, like actual like an actual comprehensive immigration reform. That has not been attempted, really, in all seriousness, in the last several years. If it was easier, it would have already been done. But it's not so simple.
0: But I just... I don't... I because think, Congress has but been... Do, but do you support it? Them just jumping the border illegally? Well, no. No, okay. Okay, so we have some sort of ground, but you... But I want the viewers But to I, I just
1: think that it's it's inhumane. It's inhumane it's, to do it's, what? It's inhumane to... Reject to reject people who have come into our country illegally? I just think that the illegal immigrants in this country for all the services that they actually do for us? And plus, on a a more humane level, do you think it's actually, from a a human's perspective, from natural human decency, do you think that it's okay to rip apart these people from their families that are just trying to make better lives for them
0: and their children? Oh oh man, this is going so far, hold on, so when you say that you mean like two parents Let's just say there's a man and a wife, and the wife's pregnant and gives birth in the U.S. And let's they, say they have four other kids. Okay, well, let's just keep it to one just to make it simple. Let's say you're so basically what you're telling me mm-hmm. is you're asking me if there is here's the border, right? Yes. And there's a man and a woman. The woman's pregnant, and they hop the border, and then have that kid birthed on American soil, and that child becomes an American. And a then, dreamer, yes. And then, right, Dreamer or you know, um, Anchor babies for the other people. That's what they call... Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you, you're asking me if I feel it's okay to deport the parents and then leave the child here. You're asking me if that's yes. morally... If I agree with that. Yes. yes. I think really? that's okay. Do you yeah. want to know why? Why? And I'll explain to you why. Okay. It's the parents' fault. You've broken the law and you've committed a crime and that's what you do. And you, you know, people are going to think, oh, Tony, how could you do this? I'm a family man. I love that. But I would never... If I'm a father with my wife, I would never go into a situation mm-hmm. thinking and or knowing that there is a good possibility that I will be ripped away from my kids. So they want a good life for their kids, mm-hmm. but... Which they might not get in their other country. Which they might not get in their other Mexico, country, which China, I can accept. Whatever. But they, they're breaking the law. You can't expect that. That's just how it is. You're, you're technically criminals. And I do not like it. Technically, I don't like the thought of it. I think it's sad. I'm not disagreeing with the fact I think that it's, it's illegal. Sa- I think it's sad. Okay? I can admit that. I think it's sad. It's depressing, especially for the child. But ultimately, you committed a crime, and you have to face responsibility. And when everyone don't doesn't face responsibility for their actions or for their crimes, then everyone will be getting away with everything. You know, you're not... I don't agree with it So by them getting away with it They'll do it again and again and again And I just don't agree with that I I can't I, I think they should be deported I think it's your fault And then you should have to explain to your child Why you're leaving It's because you broke the American law And then
1: Well okay so let me ask you this Okay Illegal immigrants They're heavily concentrated in states such as Our own actually I think Illinois is one of the most heavily concentrated states For illegal immigrants I hate our state Yeah, our state's kind of messed (laughs) up. Well, for other reasons. Yeah. California, Texas, you know, more southern states. Yes. Other things of that nature. Now, from from a more personal perspective, not just in the aggregate, but I'm talking about from just your life. My life. Okay. Yes.
0: You're asking me about my life and my viewpoint. Okay.
1: Well, no. Do you think that for illegal immigrants, for all 11 million of them being in the country, do you has it really okay yeah has it how how has it impacted your life in any negative way how
0: has illegal immigration impacted my life Mm -hmm. in any given day yeah well if you're talking about me technically supporting them because i am a taxpayer now and so are you technically supporting their way of living i mean not negatively but i'd rather have my tax dollars go to something more productive than having someone live off of it um, that's just me. I think that's but technically, I think that's, but negatively, I mean, just because I haven't experienced something negatively doesn't mean someone else hasn't. So there have been multiple cases, and I know you said the 7.5% are mm-hmm. actually criminals, but to those 800,000, I think you said, there have been a few who have killed. Family members. So to them, I would dare you to go ask them, how has illegal immigration affected you for a parent whose maybe kid got murdered? I read about that a few months ago. So asking me is not really a fair question because I don't deal with illegal immigration. It's not directly affecting me, but technically it is at the same time. So, and I wouldn't really necessarily know. So I don't know if that's a good question I can answer fairly.
1: Okay, well, how about this then? This This is a thought for you to chew on. You know that illegal immigrants are you know by some people in 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 this country illegal immigrants are associated with crime would you would you agree with that i would agree with that and i think technically they are but i don't think all of them
0: are uh criminals like they're killing and they're raping people even though some of them do a lot of uh, a good like you said some of them can and i think there have been more recent reports about it. but i do not think that every illegal immigrant i think the majority are fine people Okay. But I don't think that they're respectable and I don't think they should be allowed in the country. Okay. That's that's just what I'm believing.
1: Well in reality illegal immigrants have lower incarceration rates and live in places with lower crime rates than native born Americans. Does that surprise you in any way? A little bit, but at the same time they still shouldn't be here. What's what's your main problem with that? If okay. they're if they're working here. If they're working really long hours... We're a nation cont- of laws, ...contributing of. to our nation's economy. No,
0: no, no, no. We are a nation of laws, and you must respect our laws. So if you don't respect... Okay, so what if let's think of it this way. Okay. My house is America, and outside is, let's just say, Mexico, just for instance, okay. right? Yeah. You, and I, you want to come into my house, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, okay, well, the one rule is you must take your shoes off, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't. I have my shoes off right now. I, I know. <laughs> but let's say you don't, okay. right? And you just walk in through your shoes. I'm like, what, what are you doing? So that's my one rule and you've broken it. So now you've gotten kicked out. Whose fault is that? That you got kicked out? You. I think that's a no oversimplification. simplification. It is. It is. It's not going to be exactly, but it's your fault for getting kicked out. So my problem with it is because you... So from the simplification I did... You didn't respect me enough, the, the house, to follow our laws to do it correctly, so why would I let you in? It's very simple, it's very plain, it's not really exactly to the T, so why would I let you in? And then when you get back outside after I kick you out, you're like, what did I do? You're like, I was just trying to, you know, come into the cozy home. I'm like, no. No, so that's basically how I view it. You're The illegal immigra- immigrants, they may be good people at heart, I believe they are family people like that, all the stuff. But they're disrespecting our country by breaking that law. Disrespecting our
1: country by wanting to contribute to it? I don't believe
0: they're all contributing. I don't believe that. I don't believe that they're coming here. They come here for selfish reasons. I believe that. Selfish reasons to improve their lives? Just to improve their lives, which I believe everyone should be selfish in some way. But no, they do it overly selfishly. My grandfather, like I've said multiple times, came here legally. So he was... No and then they also this is a branch of it we also like especially, cuddle, especially the Hispanics well we no, some different. I know but we cuddle the Hispanics because you know I don't like the fact that everything's translated for them. I think because when my grandfather came here nothing was everything was in English he spoke Italian he he had to go to like night school I believe to figure out the language mm-hmm. you know
1: so why are we like you know, um, well, I think we have to respect their actual traditions as well. I think no, that, we I think don't. We're very, American. That's even very, though our,
0: we don't have a national language, even though we mostly speak English, we should not be translating other things for other people no matter what race you are. It's English. They don't do that in other countries. I know this is a little bit off subject, but over round...
1: The second most spoken language in this country is Spanish.
0: That doesn't mean that I feel as though as a country that we need to um, provide them a translation. I think that if, if it you, helps him
1: succeed more than what's
0: wrong. I don't, with that? I don't, I don't believe that, and I think we will disagree on that forever because I do not believe if you want to become an American, let's say you do it legally, you need to learn the language. That's how it is, and basically, so every you're country, saying that
1: America does have a national language. I
0: right? believe technically it does it but I believe it does. English, I believe it does, even though technically I'm wrong. Even though the majority of the world itself doesn't really speak. English yeah. America no 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 not, that, that's, that's the world but every sort of country or whatever has no we don't have a specific language mm-hmm. to the United States of America not the world And but if you were to go move to China okay um, I'm sure very little things would be you would need to learn the language if you went there Sure. Sure, You would need to. You would need to in order to survive. I'm not refuting that. Whereas if you were Hispanic, because that's what it's mostly translated to, and you came to America, no, no, there's signs or whatever. You sure need to know a little bit, but you don't need to know language completely. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's just my point of view. Um, Anything else you want to say, Kyle, before we move on? I just think that illegal (laughs) immigrants get a bad rep in general. I think so, too, but, you know, sometimes, Whatever. Alright, um,
1: well, you know, that's me and Kyle's opinion well, on Well, actually, that. no, we haven't even really got into the SB4 law yet. Yeah, we talked all about it. No, no there, there's, there's more that goes into it, though. We, we touched on it, but then we went into illegal immigration. What is. do you want to talk about? I think we I think about. that the SB4 law is is bad from another perspective, too. Well, I actually read before
0: you continued that cops are afraid of the law, too, because yes.
1: they're afraid that they're going to
0: prioritize immigration papers over other
1: serious exactly that point. and something else too. Yeah, so, you you should know this because you're a conservative. Ooh, you, you, you should be a really big fan of the Tenth Amendment. You know what the Tenth Amendment is? The separation of federal and state powers. Yes, yes. Now, okay, I, have this. I think that from a constitutional perspective, now when this when this law when this law is implemented in the first of September. Okay, right. Which is not too long from now, actually. No, it's it's like a couple months. Yeah, less than than two months. About a couple months. No, it's about there. Yeah, yeah, about a month and a half. Um, This law essentially says that local police officers are now essentially going to become de facto ICE members. Right. which, Which are people who have the actual legal authority under the federal government to deport people. Right. Now, I think that goes against the actual 10th Amendment. No. Because if you're a local police officer and you're now performing a duty of a federal employee, essentially, that's, that's intertwining federal and state powers. I don't, think that, I don't think that goes with the 10th Amendment at all. I think that you're giving local police officers even more power than they already have. And especially in today's society with so many you know, Facebook Live killings of, of you know, cops killing other you know, seemingly innocent Americans, I think that will potentially give cops... even worse reputation Uh, and something else too I think that you know there's actually this really good quote that I was reading by a Texas law enforcement group I can pull it up really quickly well why are you looking that up no I have it right here oh you have it okay yeah so actually here here's something else too so there's a state representative named Matt Rinaldi who says about the law I think it's a good common sense policy that is going to protect the safety of all Texans. We're talking about people who are coming through our criminal justice system who are currently deportable and are committing crimes, even though that's factually untrue because, you know, actual illegal immigrants commit worse or commit less crimes than Native Americans, but that's for a different story. Here is this quote about or from this law enforcement group. Officers will start inquiring About the immigration status Of every person They come in contact with Or worse Only inquire about The immigration status Of individuals Based on their appearance Which Which individuals Would that be Racial Racial Who Who Mexicans
0: that's racial profiling yourself no that's th- right but by you saying by I me mean, asking like who would that be you're racially profiling that it's going to be Mexicans. no i know I'm, I'm saying it from the cop's perspective and
1: also i don't I'm, because down down in texas i bet there's you that, punishment for that i bet you well yeah there could be punishment for something like this right that's already from the cops perspective. It's, but but right no i get it so so let's go off this so i knew this was going to be a but point. i'm not done with the quote yet this will lead to distrust of police Less cooperation from members of the community, yep. and will foster the belief that they cannot seek assistance And the only reason why I said Mexican was because I bet you that in Texas, most of the Ill- illegal immigrants, oh, yeah, because sure. it's on the Mexican Texas border, still
0: technically racial profiling. But anyway,
1: well, no, from the cops, it, it can be anyone. Really, anyway, but uh, that they cannot seek assistance from police for fear of being subjected to an immigration status investigation. So, if cops, when the law takes effect on September first, yeah. If cops actually start doing this, if cops actually start detaining people of Mexican descent and questioning their immigration status, that would be, from a moral and legal perspective, totally wrong. Moral is not wrong, but anyway, let me look. Can I counter? Ethics. Ethics.
0: But well, no more. Okay, so let's say because you know, you know that if you get arrested, mm-hmm. you let's say you get arrested for resisting arrest or whatever it is. Let's mm-hmm. say whatever you robbed a bank. Let's sure. say. They would search your background for other things you've done, right, Mm -hmm. to see if you have any other criminals. Maybe you're on the top ten most wanted list. They just don't know it, Mm -hmm. right? So they do a background check. Mm -hmm. They check you out while you're being detained, right? Mm -hmm. So while you're being detained, while you've committed a crime, no matter how small,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and they request immigration papers, Mm -hmm. no matter who you are, what's the problem with that? See, that's my problem. So I don't have a problem. Like I said earlier, I don't have a problem with people who are being detained. Like, I don't – I think it's a problem if some cop just – I'm walking on the street, walking my dog. Hey, where's your immigration papers? Like, um, I don't need to show you that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like how you don't need to tell a cop your name sure. until you're being detained. Same thing. Sure. So, and you're afraid that – I do think that cops – because cops already get a bad rap. Honestly, I support cops and you know, we'll talk about it in different ways. Um, they're calling the bill racist. Um, I was reading up on this illegal, uh, immigrant student who's actually about to graduate saying it's a racist law. Mm-hmm. Um, also calling me the show me your papers law. Um, and that it's going against immigrant students and just immigrants in, in general whereas I'm like yeah but it's protecting the american people where and I say protect I'm not saying from physical where in some cases are I mean I'm just saying our nation as a nation of laws so when you're saying that cop uh, that they, they were afraid that it's going to be pushing the immigration papers more than um, the other crimes that are going about, I kind of agree with that as if, if it's like a traffic stop or something like that sure. because, like, I think, you know, it just should just be part of everything. Like, show me your license registration and your immigration status. It should just be part of the mm-hmm. everyday thing because then, no matter what, you're getting, It's you can't be racist about it. Just always show it and then, They also stated that if cops fail or, like, if I'm telling you, like, if we're both cops, I'm like, hey, just just don't even be asking it. Just say you're asking. That's illegal, Mm. and you can get punished. You could go to jail time. You could do all that. So, I mean, there's stuff in place for people who aren't following along or who are being that way. And I don't think this is technically against Hispanics as a culture. It's against illegals just in general. You could be white and illegal. You could be... You know stuff like that, but I know the the image is Hispanic or Mexican mm. for that reason. Mm. But I don't think I think there's a give and take with it when it comes to image. I think it's really good um, as a law, but the cops are already facing backlash no matter what. Mm. This law is going to create backlash because the illegal immigrants don't want to leave, which makes sense. But at the same time, they have to because they broke the law. So I mean, I get they're upset, but you know, we, they have no, they don't have a the. I don't believe they have, the, they have the right to be mad, but they don't, in my opinion, because like, you broke the law, you're getting deported, it's your fault. Mm-hmm. That's how I view it, but I also understand how you're viewing it, how like, you know, this is, could, you know, this is like inhumane, you know, it's against all this stuff, but America first, man. America first. I don't care about your illegal immigrants. If you come in here legally, Hey! Let's let's
1: have a good time. I, mean, I think that's a naive way to look at it.
0: I don't think so. I think
1: which saying, which is interesting because conservatism is known to be maybe a little less naive on certain issues. I, I think don't that's think a it's very naive. Way I don't look think
0: that. it's naive. I think you base your opinions based on feelings and rather than facts and what's good for the American people.
1: I am basing my opinion on facts. I'm right, saying but you but your specific opinions to presence, yourself. No, well I can say the same for you too. Illegal immigrants as a whole, a lot a lot of positives for this country. It increases our it, well, I mean we, we, we already talked about this. I I believe from a factual perspective it's good for the economy, it's humane, and it makes our and it makes our country even more uh, diverse than it already is. We our we country's are we we already, are, okay. we, we are, we're a melting pot. I think that you know but that's a different story. All right. My my major thing about this bill, which I've already said, it gives cops too much power. Okay. Yeah, um, that's
0: I, my thing. I I would disagree. Um, maybe a little bit. You're right, but all right. Let's get on all going right. to our next segment. That one ran a little bit long. But right. That's okay. Um, so our next segment is. Um, So we're going to go on to our technology segment, which is called Tech Updates. So basically just me and Kyle, we scrounge around just kind of how we do with the political stuff, look around what's going on in the recent tech news, just Mm -hmm. keep you guys updated with anything that's tech-related, whether it be apps, Tesla, anything that's going on. Mm -hmm. So I believe, Kyle, you did the sweat battery, right? You want to tell us
1: about that? Yes, this is one of the weirdest things I have found in a long time. I found this on uh, a website called The Week okay. um, on July 4th, actually. Uh, it was on some downtime that I found on the birth of this wonderful country. So basically, this is a really, really kind of weird concept that I really mm. like. And right. It says, sweat could fuel the future of wearable devices, really? said Timothy Revel at New Scientist. It says, researchers have figured out how to power a simple radio for up to two days. With a skin patch. And how the skin patch works... See, I, I never knew this. It harvests energy from human sweat. Really? Yeah. And gross, I, I, but okay. It's gross <laughs> on, on the surface, but I, I think it, it works because apparently this patch that is less than an inch across, according to the article, actually contains enzymes that replace the quote, precious uh, metals normally used in batteries. Wow. So if you kind of think of it, our sweat is kind of comparable to the actual batteries right but will that become like do you think that'll actually become a thing because you know sweat
0: like I, do you think that will become like an everyday product though like where a sweat is charging up our batteries or tvs or stuff you know like like that kind of specific product where they take stuff like that mm-hmm. i don't know if i see that maybe where you said what actually you said wearable technology right i'm not paying attention yeah yeah so maybe if technology. you're like wearing your watch like your smartwatch, and like you have that at like the base of the pad, so you be. con- so because when it's right there, you build up sweat underneath your watch. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's a hot day, you could be technically charging your watch. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how. Yeah, it, this, this kind of
1: grows. This isn't a main, but also really cool if you think about it, though, because it makes it just more efficient. Like like based on you know, stuff you wear, stuff like that. Researchers hope to use the technology to build wearable sensors that monitor health conditions using the sweat to generate enough power for a Bluetooth connection, so that the results can be sent to a smartphone. That's even grosser. I, that's grosser is not even a word that's even
0: more gross. I don't like that. That's you freaks, don't like that? I don't know. That freaks me out. I think, I I think it, it's super cool. Let because, me know, let because,
1: me, I mean, let me know if I'm the only one here, but I, that's kind of gross. Well, like, be, well, just, just, just think about it like this. You won't have to deal with any of the drama of cords or anything like that. You can just you just wear anything, wear, wear your phone sometime in the, know, in the near future, man. and it's already charging. If you're going on a run, if it's a super hot day, your phone is always going to be on 100%. I don't know. That's gross. Potentially.
0: But, All
1: right, that's gross.
0: But let us know what you guys think about the sweat battery. Would you ever use one? Let us know on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Um, I did for Tech Week. um, As many of us millennials know, but for those who don't know, Snapchat has just added a new feature called Snap Maps. It is where you can... uh, pinch the screen away on your phone on this app um, and you are able to see people's location if they have it on so um, there's been a lot of you know talk about this and how it could be possibly dangerous and i i think there's a give and take um uh, i'm gonna talk about kyle with this Mm -hmm. i I think it's good. It's like, hey, you guys want to meet up? And then you could be like, oh, I'm leaving in five minutes. Be like, nah, dude, you haven't moved. (laughs) Right? Like, stuff like that. But at the same time, I guess, there's been a few cops and officials that say, that believe that it can make crime easier. And I'm like, well, at the same time with all these problems and like people like have driven up on people who've seen exactly where they are. Like, I've looked at people who are in Wisconsin. I'm like, if I were to just get in my car, I could literally be where they're at, which is kind of creepy, you know, just to think about that. So I'm thinking like, okay, yeah, you know, worried, worried, you know, people are freaking out. But right. I'm like, just turn it into ghost mode, right? And or there's also an option to where you can only let certain people see it. So I think there's like no, – but here's the problem. No one's going to do that. Exactly, just have, yeah. That's the that, problem. That
1: was, that was my thing. You know, my thing is that, you know, people, people – you know, we, we're so attached to our phones nowadays, for better or for worse, <laughs> that people sometimes – Just let instinct take over And just maybe forget about things You know Maybe Maybe they have Maybe they use the snap update So much And they just leave it Off ghost mode one moment And they just forget To turn it back on Yeah It's potentially dangerous I agree I I think it is
0: But at the same time There's ways to avoid it But at the same time Knowing how people are Mm -hmm there's been times there have been I think recently in Boulder Hill um, just right by us there <laughs> was a Rob shoot lives. yeah where <laughs> Rob lives We there was recently a shooting over there and I think uh, that's possibly could be possibly use of snap like snap bath, be like hey where is this guy we're gonna roll up on him like you know yeah. so I mean it could be used for that and, you know you could just dip away like Mm-hmm. Instead of having to go around and then no one would know. Like someone could come right here and be like, You guys can't do this podcast anymore and shoot it's, us up, right? Yeah,
1: I, I just think that's it's really weird because and also from a I, mean, I don't know if, if any of you guys have read the book nineteen eighty four. Um, you know, that I, I read that in high school for one of my English classes. That that book is basically about, you know, the idea of a a really big government kind of like surveying people at will. And I know it's not really comparable because, you know, snap it doesn't involve the government or anything. But I just think it's really weird how you can really see where people are at any given time. I don't think people have to necessarily know that. Because, like, what people do in their personal lives, I think, from my perspective at least, from, like, my opinion, is their business. And, like, let's say that they just forget to leave their location services off. Let's say they just have it on. And, you know, they this this person, you know, they just go somewhere really random, um, their friends don't know about it, their family doesn't even know about it. Only them only they know about it. And it's like for their own personal getaway and it's someplace really weird. I don't I don't really know. I don't have that Sounds on top familiar. of my head. <laughs> oh my god. No, I'm sorry. But you know, and if people actually look at that snap map and be like, oh, you know, this person's there, I never would have guessed that it's it's kind of giving away your privacy. I mean, yeah, you can turn off location it services. You can also save someone, too, if you think about it. Like,
0: maybe you don't know where anyone is, but somehow someone opened up their Snapchat like 18 minutes ago so you know generally where the location is so it can help the police find them from their last... I mean, it's it's just yeah, a thing. Just a theory. It's
1: it's a very continuous kind of thing, I guess. Yeah, so... A lot of pros and cons of both sides. Yeah,
0: but again, tell us what you think. Um, that's just me and Kyle's view. Yeah. Uh, moving on to our uh, second to last segment here called Strings and Bars. And why is it called Strings and Bars, Kyle?
1: Creatively thought by me, yours truly. So Strings and Bars, I thought about it on the fly. Um... You know, Tony is a very um, hard rock metal kind of guy. You think you know me? Hell yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> very, very very hard rock, very metal. Um, you know, very you know, classic classic rock as well. I think um, based yeah. from yeah yeah. I'm a good mixture of things. Which I kind of can be too. Except my my personal favorite type of music is hip hop and rap. Yeah. And you know bars, you know bar, you know you can spit bars, you know Ugh, you can, sweet. uh, you, know, you can rap, you know. So got, I personally don't have any really real you know real rapping ability I like to think I do no but... you don't uh, so yeah so strings and bars We got guitars <laughs> and bar. and,
0: so yeah um, so basically the segment we just um, I think uh, we just try to find new music within our respective genres and maybe something that's out of our genres and we just give you guys recommend, uh, recommendations of what to listen to and uh, reminders of what's potentially coming up yeah and uh, new album updates and whatever stuff like that so I kind of went out of my zone a little bit even for metal uh, uh, so for all my people who listen the metal out there I um, was actually I knew about the band Lamb of God um, a lot it's a very current band and all that sort of stuff but I never really listened to them I was a very kind of Metallica black Sabbath older stuff I started because I didn't really like the screaming um, but then there comes to a point where you know if you're just kind of starting out new if you're like listening to that old-school metal or stuff where you can clearly understand what they're saying you kind of just But you're musically attached to it. Um, That's how I felt. I was listening to Lamb of God. Um, There's been there was a couple songs um, off their new album actually. There was a song called Overlord, and then there were one of their main hits called Redneck. It's considered one of their uh, like more mainstream hits. But Overlord was very soft and something I was used to and got me into it. Um, it's off their new album, I believe, that was released in 2015. I know that's kind of not new, but mm. like it was new for me. So it was very slow. It was kind of like a ballad. It's got a little bit of screams in there, and at the, like right at the end it's got some heavy scream. But you once you get into that screaming, especially with Redneck, Redneck is just a whole entire screaming song, I encourage people to give it a try. Mm-hmm. Just listen listen to the music. The music is incredible, which is I don't think that we get much anymore. Okay. Um, with modern-day music, which what Kyle listens to, I don't believe we actually have real instruments anymore besides like a drum and bass, really. I mean, but I don't think there's actually people playing it, and I think we're actually losing the meaning of what the emotion behind it is. So um, some might disagree, but um, yeah, so the I recommend Lamb of God for that. And also... Uh, check out um, Overlord, the song. It's off their new album. It's like something weird. It's like a different language. Overlord and Redneck. So those are the two choices I would tell you to go
1: uh, check out if you're a metal fan. Okay, so you know, as I said before, I'm I'm a a huge fan of rap, uh, hip-hop in general. I do have a couple of suggestions for you guys to listen to. Uh, I don't know if you guys know, but on July 7th, which was the day before my birthday, uh, rapper, or um, trap rapper from Atlanta, 21 Savage, released an album called Issa Album, which I thought <laughs> was a really, really funny album title. It's a fun fact, actually. Issa Album was actually off a now famous, uh, I think it was an interview segment. And I think someone asked him something like, uh, you know, what's the new title of the album or something like that, and, and he was like, Issa Album. And, you know, I, I just thought that was kind of funny. Um so for those of you who don't really know who Twenty One Savage really is, or, or or like you know kind of what he's all about, Twenty One Savage is from Atlanta. He's more of a trap rapper. Um, he he's nicknamed the Slaughter King because he raps a lot about murder and killing and things like that. I swear I'm not a depressed person. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm am I'm a very happy person. But that's that's kind of what he raps about. You know he, he raps about you know everyday struggle, you know getting money stuff like that. You know what, what a lot of rappers rap about nowadays. Um, I. I personally like the album, especially just because of the production that came out with it. You know, I don't know who you guys really know in terms of the production world, but there are producers such as Metro Boomin, uh that I thought just did really, really good on this album. DJ Mustard, Southside, Pierre Bourne, Jake One. I just think that it was really, really well produced and there are a lot of good songs that I think you guys can listen to from this album. My personal favorite is Bank Account. The beat is sick and there are a lot of witty lines in there. I'll be the first to admit that Twenty One Savage is not the he he's not the best writer, but he gets enough by to where the production can take over for him, and that's that's where I think modern day music is going. My my personal opinion on rap is that I don't really listen to the words. As much as I think about how the song actually sounds, really,
0: because I I think lyrics are a part of what tells the story. That's the problem Mm -hmm. I have with music. Well, one is because modern day music takes very simple chords, like Ed Sheeran. I really like Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran's great, but he uses very simple, not simple chords, but uses very uh, simple four chord structure with a simple melody line over it. Whereas I think when you're saying talking, you don't listen to lyrics as much. I think that's our problem, because like, I dare our viewers and you, and I know you've done this before. Mm But if you listen to an album, I don't listen to an album and just pick my few favorite songs. I listen to an album completely through to get the emotion and the lyrics to see what these writers are feeling behind it. Because I feel like the album is a book and each song is a chapter. And it tells a different part of that story. Mm -hmm. And I think the lyrics are very important into that. So it's just like reading a book to me. So I think when you're saying he's not as good as a writer, so I don't think he's that good of a... Uh, musician in general or a songwriter, and I think he, need, he could work on that if he was a better writer, better at telling the stories, better at delivering, if it was more real. Because, like, you know, while this is Metallica and stuff like that, that's stuff they've experienced, that's how they're feeling. That's actual motion. Where I think these stuff are just metaphors and stuff like that, which they definitely could be in the metal genre. But I think we need to get more emotion going with that.
1: Yeah, see, and, and I can understand that. I just think that. Um, you know, and it's not just 21, it's it's other rappers as well, but there are a lot of rappers, you know, like Kanye West and Jay-Z who actually convey messages in their songs. Well, I mean, at, at least old Kanye did. I'm not a big <laughs> fan of new Kanye. Um, I'm just a fan of, of how the song sounds in general because I, I feel like if you're looking to get turnt, or if you're True. looking just you know, you know just have a good time and stuff like that, you you want to listen to songs that can get you pumped up and make you excited and happy, and that's kind of my philosophy on that. Yeah, and yeah. I think Twenty One Savage really does this in the album. You know, there there are a lot of bangers on this. Um, there's another one that might be more mainstream that I wanted to talk about. Or first, before I get to that, Nav and Metro Boomin, who are two record producers. Nav is from Toronto. He's Indian, actually, which I think is super cool uh, because you, you don't you don't see a lot of Indian people in the in the hip hop business right now, um, or people of Indian descent. And then Metro Boomin, who is arguably the most uh, famous record producer right now in hip hop, they are releasing a joint album on July 21st, which is next Friday. So. Why don't you guys get on that? But Calvin Harris, uh, Calvin Harris, which has been or who's been one of the most famous artists of the last several years, released an album. I believe it was on June twenty third, and there are a lot of great songs in that album. Um, Calvin Harris is more of a, 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 a. How would you describe Calvin Harris? Kind kind of like dance pop.
0: Yeah, he's more of like a club sort of feel. yeah, like, like a club like, but like, but like house like, house music I would yeah, say. but not like your two thousand eight club music. It's like, more modern. Yeah, it's like it's I,
1: I associate him with like twenty fourteen. Like, yeah, I, I don't you know. See, if, yeah. yeah, and and he released an album called Funk Wave Bounces Volume One, which I assume is going to be a Volume Two, which I'm super excited for. And I think a lot of the songs on this album, um, you know, really go into the actual name of the album. You, you know, the first word funk. When you think of funk, you think cool, you know, kind of swanky kind of music. I, God, when was the last time I used the word swanky? Um, not a word. There are so many songs on this album that have so many new, great artists on them, or like really famous artists on them that I think it's impossible for this album to fail in the Advocate. There are, you know, my favorite artist right now for those of you who don't know is Travis Scott. Travis Scott's one of the is is awesome. There are so many songs on this album that have him in it, such as Prayers Up. I think that. Um, Prayers Up, Feels featuring Big Sean and Katy Perry, Roland featuring Future, Heatstroke, Slide and Cash Out. Those songs incorporate just enough funk music in them to make the songs, you know, seem different. Because right now, when you think of really popular music in the hip hop industry, you think of like you know really hardcore beats, sick, you know, kind of, or maybe even laid back, like maybe like a Bryson Tiller in, in R and B. But these songs just sound different because they sound like they're from a different era. And I think that's really important for for music listeners now to to appreciate. Is now I I think we've been caught up so much in the modern music that we forget about throwbacks. Yeah. I think some people do. Yeah. So. Um... Yeah, no, the one thing I'm gonna say on that
0: before we move on is that I just think with today's music I think we're getting very disconnected and I think it's becoming a mash of just noises and sounds. Whereas I can like I can listen to the current like house music and stuff like that, but I don't connect with it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a problem in my personal opinion uh but you know that's just how it's gonna be and i hope you know maybe something new and fresh comes along Mm -hmm. um but for our final segment of the day is called thought of the day where we just choose a i don't know interesting thought to think about speak about it and then you guys let us know on twitter instagram whatever what you guys think so this week uh we decided to do time travel we had spoken about this a little bit last week um And I did a little Mm -hmm. bit of research on it, Um, So, and I was kind of of explaining this to Kyle. So, um, we can currently now, technically, technically, time travel into the future. And now let me explain this. Mm -hmm. So, I did some research on it of what the theory I was... So, it's actually Albert Einstein's theory called special relativity. Mm -hmm. The theory states that space and time are really aspects of the same thing. So, space-time. Okay? So, they're all one and the same. So... Like when you move through space-time, especially when your species is close to the speed of light relative to a certain object, uh, surprising things can happen. Um, they just kind of said surprising things; they didn't really specify what these things were. Um, but technically, when that happens, time gets slower for you than for the people left behind. So, and you wouldn't notice until you came back to those stationary people.
1: Mm.
0: And this was actually from the NASA government. So, for instance, so if I And traveling relative to the speed of light to an object, and I'm going here, and you're staying right here. So, let's say I'm going off to space, you're staying right here. Mm -hmm. And that so time is moving slower for me. So, if it took me a year there and a year back, right, to wherever I'm going, Mm -hmm. time's moving slower for me. So, where if I've maybe aged like technically two years, you've aged. 10 years. That's an extreme. But technically, that's how it would be because time is moving slower for me, and that's what the theory states. So technically, if we would find um, uh, wormholes or any sort of gravity or distance, whatever it is, I don't know specifically what it is, yeah. where time technically moves slower because it believe this theory states that time, space, and time are all relative. It's all one and the same. Mm-hmm. Technically, you can time travel because if you go there 10 years... You, and then 10 years back you the only age 20 years where everyone is aged 50 years so technically you're in the future but there's no actual machine that you can step into and be like okay take me to the year 2036
1: yeah exactly so there's nothing like that no I and if any of you have seen the movie Interstellar yeah which is basically a, what the theory states it's, yeah. it's a freaking fantastic movie it stars Matthew McConaughey and Jessica Chastain I believe and Matthew Matthew McConaughey is so awesome Yeah, I'm a huge Matthew McConaughey fan but no that's basically what it is um, for those of you who haven't seen the movie it's basically about earth crops are deteriorating and a, a space expedition led by Matthew McConaughey they're starting to or they need to travel to new universes that use this concept of special relativity um, to and, and they find rips in space time and they have to find new universes to potentially support human life it's really, really awesome stuff. Um, I think time travel is super cool, it, but I think you really hit the nail on the head there, where we can technically, according to Einstein's special theory of relativity, which was made in nineteen oh five. Did you look at the same thing? Yes, hey, look it's, it it's insane. Nineteen oh five. We thought of that one hundred and twelve years ago, and it's still it's still proven today. It's it's incredible.
0: It's still technically a theory because we haven't been able to experiment well, with it. Well, actually, you do
1: experiment it when uh, astronauts go to the moon. It's like point. Two seconds or something. Yeah, actually, right I have here. this page pulled up right now. And a theory, I learned about this in my bio class freshman year. A theory is actually the highest level of, of a postulate that you can get. Really. Yeah. So if a, if it's a theory, it's pretty much it's it's pretty much a real thing. It's a it's a possible like real thing we just don't know how to do. The it. difference between a law and a theory. I know we're getting off top. A law is a mathematical. Right. It's it's something that it's 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 like a mathematical equation that describes something in nature. All right, yeah, a, a theory is basically it's it's pretty much a thing. Okay. So there's a serial um, international space station resident named uh, Sergei Kirkilev, who holds the record for the longest amount of time spent in space with eight hundred three days under his belt. Wow. He spent eight hundred three days in space, which is insane, and he would actually arrive back to Earth. seconds in the future thanks to a process known as time dilation. Right, so we basically we aged more than him technically. Yeah, even though it's on such a small scale. Technically, but it proves the theory. Yeah, I just I just wish that humans were able to actually travel the speed of light. It, uh, I think technically it's possible because once you... I didn't research No, way. it's not possible. It's not possible and Did you for, look that up? It's, yeah, I looked it up. Oh, I think it would Anything, mess with our bodies or something. Yeah. The we, only we, way... We would, we would literally die. The only we,
0: way for us to travel through time is wormholes. That's which the only are you only hypothetical right now. Only... Well, yeah, right. They're only they're hypothetical. hypothetical. So that's the what we have to depend on for mm-hmm. the uh, time travel. But I don't think it's possible to time travel into the past. It's not. I actually
1: have another thing pulled. Yeah, because right
0: it's literally not possible. Well, theoretically, technically, it's possible. There's certain things uh, with wormholes. Mm-hmm. So basically, going off of that, so wormholes technically, because they bend time and space. Technically, you could go back in time if we were be able to harness and hold this energy that and make one or artificially make one to a specific time, which seems very hard to grasp but I mean look at where we are now I mean compared to yeah. the centuries before insane.
1: I, I, but, I don't know not
0: right I don't think in our lifetime time travel will be pa- possible backwards I think forward I think it'll be a little bit more likely but backwards I don't think so
1: you must be talking about millions of years in the future then because in, in order to create a, a thing where we could go back in time which is right yes incredible yes, yes. to think about I don't in, think millions of years we would we would need half according to this article that I found mm-hmm. We would need half of all of the matter and energy in universe in order to do that. Even if we created a, a, a like like an actual tunnel like that where we could harness half of all the matter and energy. To go back? No, yes, to go back. Half of all the matter and energy in the universe, physicists say that we need a ship that can travel faster than the speed of light, which right now we don't know it to, that to be true. The only things in this universe that can travel at the speed of light, light. are... Or, or light is light itself—the photons that make up light. Right. Things of even a little bit of mass, which includes us, they cannot travel the speed of light because it just—it just—it's not possible. I mean, it'd be cool. That's 186,000 miles a second. Well, I'm just saying
0: we—you know how you travel back in time? Honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, just need a DeLorean. And, and, a, fl- and, a flux, yeah, flux capacitor. No, fl-
1: no, no. You got to say it in this voice, though. The flux capacitor!
0: Yeah, going, what, 88 Doc. miles per hour? Yeah, 88. Yeah. Oh, 1.21 gigawatts. But, all right. That's going to be it for us um, for us on our thoughts. So you let us know what you're thinking. We'll definitely have a poll. Do you guys believe in time travel? Do you think it will be possible in the future? And what do you think about our political debate? Are you Team Kyle or are you Team Tony on this debate? Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I believe Twitter is mperspectives1 and uh, Instagram is just mperspectives. Uh, Just Mm -hmm. keep up to that with more updates. I'm Tony. I'm Kyle. And this is Millennial Perspectives. All right.